welcome. I'm Pastor Vincent Grissom, and this is Applying God's Word, a teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 127, titled, I Am Not Ashamed. It may seem strange to read a scripture that says, Do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Yet the Apostle Paul says this to Timothy and gives solid arguments why he shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel, and they help us as well. So our study will be from 2 Timothy chapter 1. When it comes to the gospel and even suffering for the gospel, our attitude should be the same as Paul's, not ashamed. Our faith is strengthened when we recognize that we as Christians have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us for the task at hand. So let's begin with verses 5 through 14, as Paul reminds Timothy of the spirit God gave him as well as you and I. Verse 5, I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now, I am sure, dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, for which I was appointed a preacher and apostle and teacher, which is why I suffer as I do, but I am not ashamed. For I know who I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. Second Timothy was not written by Timothy, but written by Paul to Timothy. Paul starts off by addressing Timothy affectionately as a beloved son. He then reflects on Timothy's family, his grandmother and his mother. He remembers Timothy's faith. He is extremely warm and encouraging. That takes us to verse 7. This is one of the famous verses in 2 Timothy. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. In verse 8, he turns to the point why he's writing to Timothy. He writes, Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. This is the key thing he wants to tell Timothy. He tells him, and therefore us, not to be ashamed of the testimony about Jesus or about Paul, but share in suffering for the gospel. Paul concludes the letter in chapter 4, verse 5, where he writes, As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. So, 
At the start of this letter, Paul wrote, share in the sufferings for the gospel. And at the end of the letter, he writes, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist. Now, I'd like to reflect for a moment on the word ashamed. Paul tells Timothy in verse 8 not to be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. If Paul were to define ashamed, he would most likely say something like, I am not embarrassed to be associated with the gospel, and I am not reluctant to proclaim the gospel because of fear of humiliation or suffering because of it. Paul says in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So why should anyone be ashamed of the gospel? Well, many people in Paul's day thought the gospel was foolish. No doubt the same is true today. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The gospel tells us that Jesus saves. There are some other reasons why people might be ashamed or embarrassed of the gospel in our day. People might think that the gospel or scripture isn't true. They might think that the message of the gospel is embarrassing to say that Jesus is the only way. The gospel speaks of sin, failure, and repentance, and of punishment and suffering. These are not popular subjects, yet the gospel is the good news and the reality that Christ came to this earth to pay the price for our sins, and by putting your faith in him, you not only have your sins forgiven, but you are rewarded with eternal life. Still, there are some who are ashamed of the gospel. So what does it mean to be ashamed of the gospel as a Christian? Well, it means you shy away from identifying with or sharing the gospel with others. In some moment or place or circumstance, you become worried about being tied to Jesus. This worry is usually based on a fear or some form of suffering or embarrassment or some type of humiliation from friends, family, or any other group of people you are currently with. So Paul encourages Timothy as well as all of us. Paul doesn't offer platitudes. He doesn't tell Timothy that everything will be easy. Instead, he tells Timothy in verse 8 to share in suffering. Paul reminds Timothy of who it was who called him, God. Verse 9 reminds us that God saved us and called us to a holy calling. And loved ones, this calling isn't based on our own qualifications. Verse 9 says, not because of your works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. In verses 11 through 13, Paul lays out for Timothy what to follow, and to guard what has been entrusted to him. Verse 11, For which I was appointed a preacher and apostle and teacher. This is why I suffer as I do. But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me, in the faith and love 
that are in Christ Jesus. We as Christians need to be reminded that God gives us power. Remember what we read in verse 8. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. Paul encouraged Timothy to guard the good deposit entrusted to him. So I want to talk about this for a moment. At the end of his previous letter, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 20, Paul encouraged Timothy to guard the deposit. There, Paul tells Timothy to guard the deposit entrusted to you. Avoid the irreverent babble and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. In the second letter, Paul reiterates this instruction and tells Timothy to follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. We should do the same. The good deposit is that of sound teaching of the gospel of Christ and his grace towards us. While the sound teaching of the gospel was a deposit entrusted to Paul and all Christians, it is still God, through his Holy Spirit, who will guard it as we read in verse 12, where Paul says, I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. And then in verse 14, which reads, By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. Finally, Paul reminds Timothy in verse 10 of what a wonderful message we have. Jesus abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. For all those reasons, Timothy is not to be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord. The same applies to us, because some Christians today are ashamed of the gospel for some of the reasons I mentioned earlier, and some because they feel they can't clearly present its message. It's tough sometimes. The world we live in is hostile to the Christian message. But let us not be ashamed of the message we have to proclaim. Let us remember who called us to the task of proclaiming it, that is, God. Let us remember who empowers us to proclaim it. That is also God through his Holy Spirit. And let us remember what a wonderful message we have. It's John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life.